Hey there, goal setting and getting mama in midlife. I'm so glad you are here and that you're ready to craft and create some new goals right here in this community of mamas and mimis in midlife called to fulfill our God-given purpose in this beautiful world. Hi, I'm Monica Ludicky, the voice behind the Goal Crafter podcast, founder of Shared Goals Consulting, former six-figure executive in the wellness world, wife, mom, mimi, most importantly, a lover of Jesus. I built this space for you. I come to you eager to help you, serve you, lift you up on your goal setting and getting journey. Now, let's settle in and jump into this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast. Hello and welcome. Today, we are going to be covering what I think is a super important topic, and it has to do with mindset and specifically overcoming mindsets that are not useful to you that are not helpful to you. As ladies who love goals, you are really close all the time to whatever you define success to be for your life. But with anything, there are usually impediments of some sort that come up that are roadblocks on the pathway to success. Great news though, I recently heard a young man by the name of Adam Flores, Adam Flores, talking about ways to break through using scripture, using truths found in the Bible. So how to use those to break through any sort of oppression that would be preventing you from achieving all that is possible for you in this wonderful life. I'm excited to share that with you today because it's a system and you know how I feel about systems. I remember several years ago, now it's probably a decade ago, doing some work in the office and reading and preparing to get up and and give a speech on success from some vantage point. And in the business world, and I believe this is true in your world and in my world too, Most people think that it's the people, the caliber of the people with whom you work or the caliber of the person you are that contributes the most towards enjoying success, whether it be personal success or success for a team or success in the business world. However, what research has pointed out and what is now known to be true is that on a continuum of 100%, 80% of the success in achieving a goal or achieving success as you define it in your personal life comes down to systems. The other 20% is made up of everything else, the person or people employing the system or not employing the system, the, the tools and the resources at your disposal that are brought to bear, everything from computers to, you know, depending upon the goal, that could be anything. It could be something in the kitchen, in the garden, in the, in the workplace. 20% of success is due to people and things. And 80% of success is due to the system used to take action. Why is this important to you and to me? Well, because if we find ourselves stuck on the pursuit of a goal, of any sort, faith, family, fitness, finances, or fun, or any other genre of goals, we can 
often start to internalize the roadblock or internalize the lack of progress as though there's something really wrong with us or really wrong with the goal when in truth it might be that it's a problem with the system being used to move forward. So I'm going to challenge you today to open your mind to what I'm going to go through next, which is really just the notes that I took from listening to this fella on another podcast. And I will have a link to his podcast, Adam Flores's podcast, in the show notes if you want to listen to him and get this straight from his mouth instead of regurgitated from mine. But mine is the next best thing to being there. The first thing I want to say is that as a goal setter, as someone who crafts goals for your life and the lives of those around you, yes, you are directing the people in your sphere, you have access to a resource that I created on my website, sharedgoalsconsulting.com, and it is called the Goal Crafter System. And that system contains the seven steps for writing out and getting after achieving your best goals. And it is adapted in such a way that it has spiritual prompts, spiritual guidelines for each step of the system. That's system number one that you need for setting and getting godly goals. There's another system that you can and should combine with the goal crafter system so that you increase your success quotient on all the goals that you are setting and going after in your life. And that's the system that I want to talk to you about today. We're going to get there. The first thing I want to do is remind you that when you set a goal, especially a godly goal, a goal that is big enough that you cannot achieve it on your own, that it it needs something special, some sort of miracle from God for you to actually achieve it. When you set that type of a goal, often the very next thing that happens once you commit to going after it is a bunch of roadblocks rearing their ugly heads needing to be addressed and dealt with and overcome. For my whole goal setting life, I just accepted that that was part of the process. And it is. It is part of the process, but it is part of the process for a reason which I hadn't really contemplated. But once I heard this through the podcast where Adam was talking about it, it made perfect sense to me. And so that's where I want to ask you to open up your mind and receive this in the spirit's intended. You can make your own judgments, but this resonated with me. So when those roadblocks start to appear, could it be, is it possible that those are actually spiritual attacks, attacks from the enemy to prevent you from achieving your goal? Is it possible? I think so. And also, no one is immune to these spiritual attacks in this world. They show up as a voice in our heads. It may look like imposter syndrome. That's a big buzzword today out in the goal setting and personal development space. Imposter syndrome is where you question, you really fear anybody ever looking under the hood of you in case they find out that you really 
are not all that you appear to be. So that's imposter syndrome. Uh, spiritual attacks can show up as a scarcity or poverty mindset. They can show up as guilt or shame or regret, procrastination. Oh yeah, that's a big one. Uh, spiritual attacks can look like resistance, anxiety, fear, fear of success or fear of failure. And also that feeling of overwhelm. All of that and much, much more can fall under the umbrella of a spiritual attack by the enemy on you and on me. The good news, no, the great news is that we can break free from all such spiritual attacks. And when I when I cover the system, you're going to say, oh my gosh, that's so simple. Will it really work? Well, yes, it really will work. First, the first thing you need to do is recognize that it is not your voice that you hear inside your head. You need to reject whatever the thought is that you notice that is showing up for you when you think about going after the goal, regardless what the goal is. If there's a voice in your head saying you'll never reach it, you don't have the resources, it's not a good time for it, every time you tried this goal in the past, you failed, uh, any, any number of things. If it's a negative prompting that's slowing you down on your progress, recognize it's not your voice. Likely it is the enemy just looking for something to do to really distract you from all that you can be, all that God says you can be long enough for him to get, you know, become that worm inside your mind where the thought keeps popping up. And once you understand that it's not your voice, you can fight it with scripture. James 4, 7 says, if you submit yourself to God, you resist the devil and he will flee. It's a promise, ladies. It's a promise. So let's say that you have a voice inside your says saying, you just don't deserve to reach this goal. As soon as you find yourself having that thought, you immediately choose to have another thought. And that thought can be something like this. In the name of Jesus, I reject you. I reject you. And who are you rejecting? You're rejecting Satan. You're rejecting the enemy. You're rejecting the author of that very false piece of prompting that's showing up in your mind. God has given you and has given me the authority to do this, to reject and resist the enemy. And then what? You replace that thought with who you are in Christ. Remember in Philippians 4.13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In Jeremiah, it says, God has a plan and a purpose for you to, to prosper you, not to harm you. In Ephesians, the Bible tells us that you are chosen, that you are a daughter of Christ, that you are in Christ that you are an heir to the kingdom, that every provision has been made for you. So you replace any thought of lack, any thought of scarcity, any thought of guilt, shame, regret, any, any thought that doesn't serve you in your pursuit of the goal, you replace that after you've rejected the lie with a new thought about who you are and why you are capable, why you are equipped. The enemy is clever and he knows that we can easily be distracted, especially in this day and time. We've become used, we've been trained to be distracted with our phones and with our, with the internet, with social media. So he knows it's easier than ever to distract us. And what we want to do is we want to remember, well, one, we want to stand up and 
take a stand against being distracted because who is he trying to distract us from? God. He knows God has the power. He knows God is the prince, not he. And he knows that God has all the power and that God has designed us in such a way that when we're in Christ, when we are believers, when we are in uh, accessing the Holy Spirit, we have access to the power of God. Next, we need to focus on designing goals for a life that is good. Adam mentioned something that I hadn't really thought about before, and that is that there are in our lives mercy miracles and grace miracles. And recognize that a mercy miracle is one where we don't really deserve the gift. We did nothing, but God did. That's when, you know, we are driving and distracted and look away from the road just long enough to uh, check a text. And by the mercy of God, we don't plow into the car next to us or in front of us. That's a mercy miracle. A grace miracle is a byproduct, he says, of taking action in faith. So taking a leap of faith. And what is faith? Faith is the belief in something for which there isn't exactly the concrete evidence to underscore it, right? So it says in the Bible that faith without works is dead. So how do you access faith? By hearing the word of God. We hear it by speaking it. So it's the same way we defeat the enemy. We speak our rejection and then we hear it and that increases our faith. Faith in what? Of who we are called to be. So then we operate in that faith and God shows up with new opportunities to walk in his strength and his power. Can I get an amen? That's God's process for manifesting Listen, he spoke the world into existence and it came to be. And that is the biblical formula uh, that is a biblical formula for creation. So when you set a goal, you're creating something new, you're transforming something from what it is now into what your vision of it will be in the future. So that again, this is the biblical formula for creation. So therefore, this is the biblical formula for achieving goals. Number one, you speak the vision. Number two, you take action in faith. And number three, you let God be present and claim his strength, his power through reciting the scriptures that will protect you and will give you the encouragement and the strength and the access to the Holy Spirit that is there for you and for me each and every day on our walk towards a bigger um, relationship with God, but also in achieving goals, not for our glory, but for his. See how that works? Our minds and the access that the enemy has to them are some of the biggest impediments to our reaching the goals that we set for ourselves. So God's word is our shield and our sword. It says so in the Bible. He is intentionally set this world up so that we as followers of Christ can step out every day knowing that it's God that goes before us. It's God who's behind us. It's God who's on each side of us. And if we stay in Christ, if we stay in the Holy Spirit, then we have 
access to his power and to his strength. And the, again, the way that we increase faith, the way that we access faith is through speaking Bible verses over your life and over the circumstances that you see around you. Personal development often teaches us the principle of using our personal power to control and to overcome. And this principle does not include the Prince Jesus, but the Prince is where the power is. So if you had two choices, if one, you could go after this big audacious goal in your own strength, with your own system, with your own resources, or you could do all of that and have God be with you, which would you choose? It's pretty easy. It's pretty clear cut for me, but which would you choose? Only you know. But Corinthians ask us to focus on the unseen rather than the seen. So in prayer time, ask God, what's really happening here? He will reveal, at least this is what Adam says, he will reveal reveal what we are being prepared for. So for decades, I have repeated that within every adversity, there's a seed of equal or greater opportunity that comes straight out of a personal development book written by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. And I believe that. Well, the next time you're faced with adversity, try to look at it with spiritual eyes. Try to look at it through the lens of the Holy Spirit and ask yourself, what is this really about? It's probably not about the the thing that you can see. It's about what lies behind the thing that you can see. You've got to activate your imagination. Remember, everything is first a thought and then it's a thing. Well, that thought is part of the imagination process, part of the visioning process. So in the same way that something is first a thought and then a thing, everything is first spiritual and then physical. So I want to leave you with this. A God-inspired goal is one you can only achieve through God. He's got to show up and you've got to create space and let him, let him be a part of the plans that you are setting for, for your life and for the lives of those you love. That's what it's all about, ladies. Setting big goals, showing yourself and others what's possible. God wants us to have an abundant life. Never forget that. He doesn't want us to live a life of scarcity, of poverty, of anxiety, of worry. In fact, he tells us not to worry. He wants this to be a great adventure and it has been and it can continue to be. But this is a new tool that I wanted you to have, though it's new information to me. I just wanted to blah, 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 write it all down and then get it out here on the podcast today so that you could listen to it and formulate your own opinions and hopefully start using it. Next time the devil tries to weed his way into your thought process as you are trying to make progress on a goal you will have tools that you can access readily. It's important that you and I both stay rooted and grounded in daily time in the word, memorizing scripture, writing out scripture, choosing favorite scriptures. I do have a list of 50 or 60, I think it's close to 60, maybe a few more scriptures that I have curated from the Bible from the time that I have spent um, studying scripture as it relates to the pursuit of success God's way and I have that 
that uh, handout created. If you would like a copy of that, all you need to do is send me an email at monica at sharedgoalsconsulting.com. If you do and just tell me that you would like that handout, I'll be happy to send you an email back with a PDF attached and you'll love it. You can print it out and keep it on your desk or tape it to your wall or put it on your mirror so that you will have at the ready some very encouraging scripture. Lots and lots of it that just kind of folds one on top of the other to give you a beautiful start to your day or at any part of your day when you need to be refreshed. You go to the Word and there it will be. And you can adopt and fold this into any rejection of the enemy that you need to just always say, I reject you. This is a lie. This is not from God. And here's what I know to be true. And then you just start folding in the scripture and it will be so. Can I get an amen? All right, ladies. Well, that's it for today. I just want to leave you as always with um, a prayer for your success and your prospering. Holy, holy God, I just thank you that you put Adam and his message in front of me and that I have a platform in, in order that I can share this out with these ladies today. I pray that you would show us great and mighty things as we start to employ this process, this system in our daily lives as we pursue goals. I thank you for each one of these ladies. I thank you for this time with them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, ladies, have a great day. Be blessed and go out and get your goals. Did you enjoy this episode of the Goal Crafter Podcast? Or do you know a midlife mama who needs a boost on her goal setting and getting journey? Well, take a screenshot today and share this with her and with your community. And don't forget, I really appreciate it when you take time to give me a review. Want even more? You can find me at sharedgoalsconsulting.com where I frequently add free resources to serve my fellow goal setters and even post up a few of my favorite photos of my munchkins. That's it for today, mamas and mimis. Be blessed.